Chipotle stock sitting about where it was last earnings season after its latest report last week once again showed big top line sales, double digit comps, double than a year ago. Joining us, the Chief Financial Officer again, Jack Hartung, is here on the program with us. Jack, thanks as always for joining us. Morning, Oliver. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm looking at Chipotle right now. 1780 bucks on the chart. Your stock about where it was the last time we spoke, Jack, and earnings still posting the same themes, which is growth and comp sales up 15%. Let's start with that. A year ago, it was closer to eight. Where did that big jump come from this time around? Yeah, you know, Oliver, just like the last few quarters, uh, digital has been um, a, a big growth for us. And even as our dining free open, um, and, and a lot of customers came back from our restaurants, digital still grew like 8% in dollar terms. And so we think that's fantastic because our digital moved from about 20% of sales before the pandemic up to as high as 15%. And and while it's it's pulled back a little bit to 42, from a dollar standpoint, it's still growing. But the biggest growth during the quarter was customers coming out to our restaurants. Uh, we're now to a point where we've regained 80% of the dining volume that we had uh, before the pandemic. Wow. We're holding on to 80% of the digital gains that we picked up during the pandemic. So the yeah. combination of those two has been fantastic. And that's a total sum of more customers. If you've got 80% yes. holding on from digital and you're back to 80%, right? That's a total bigger customer base, I would guess. Absolutely, our, our volumes right now for our 2,900 restaurants are the highest they've ever been. Wow. Um, and on, on a two-year basis, going back to 2019, uh, our sales are up 24%. So it's not just that we're comparing against the pandemic, um, really even pre-pandemic, we're up significantly. How are you doing, Jack, right now, managing the costs, the raising of prices on the menu was a big story to uh, at least uh, offset, at least from the outsider's perspective, it would seem to offset some of the price or uh, wage hikes rather within the business. So you're bringing more people on and into stores to work again. Do you have the staffing that you need to serve 80% of the dine-in population? Yeah, you know, we do, Oliver. We took a big move back in the uh, May-June timeframe where we raised the wages of our crew uh, 15% up to an average starting wage of $15. We did take a price increase just to cover the cost of that. So we're not making any more profit dollars from the price increase we took. But the beauty of that is, is we gave our folks a raise of 15%. Um, we had to raise prices 4%. And the feedback we got back from customers was they were delighted to do that. Um, 4% on a burrito is going to be 30, 40 cents, something like that. But our customers said, listen, if you can do that while paying your folks a living wage, um, you know, they're happy to do that. And so um, it did help us a lot. I mean, this is still a very challenging labor environment. Um, what we did back in the second quarter really helped us a lot, both in terms of keeping our, our, our existing employees and getting more applications in. But we still have some spot challenges throughout the country. I mean, labor is, is a very challenging environment, but we're fortunate that we do have a strong employment brand where when you join Chipotle for a job, uh, you could find yourself into a career because we're still growing. And what that means is within a few years, you could be a manager running your own restaurant and making as much as, as $100,000. Hmm. Jack, I wanna ask you about an article in Market Watch this week that has a lot of different juicy details that I won't get into, but basically the gist of it, and your team at Chipotle did not comment on the article, but the gist of it is that with all those online orders, that there are a lot of stressed, they cited multiple states, stressed employees in areas of a high demand. So 
So the generalized question for viewers that want to go and read the article, the generalized question for me as a stock guy is how many more employees do you need to hire? Can you give us an idea if you still need to bring folks in and how the online component of your new business is going to affect that relationship and number of people in the stores? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. And I didn't see the article, but I get the gist of it. We have about 95,000 uh, employees. And frankly, the digital side of our business is more efficient. So the more customers order through digital, um, the better we're able to handle these orders. And in fact, not only are we better able to handle more orders with fewer employees, we also, if we, if, for example, if we're having a staffing crunch, or let's say an employee calls out in the morning, we can do things like we could change the time that it takes uh, or that we promise you to get a burrito. For example, uh, if you order uh, at 12 o'clock, we tell you the order is going to be ready at, at 12.10. If we're short a few staff, we can change that or just you know slightly adjust that and say your order is going to be ready at uh, 12.15 or 12.20, something like that. From a customer, a customer standpoint, that's a relatively modest uh, difference. But from a crew standpoint, it really takes a lot of pressure off that. Now, we'd rather serve as fast as possible. We'd rather be able to have that burrito ready in 10 minutes. But when the customers come in through digital, we have that ability to dial um, you know, our productivity up or down. On the front line, it's harder to do that. If a bus shows up in your restaurant and you're short-staffed on the front line, mm -hmm. uh, there's really nothing you could do except do the best job you can serving those customers as they, as they come down the line. What does your hiring rate from here look like compared to what it's been, say, the last two quarters or the last quarter, Jack, in terms of the, the rates or the number of employees? Do you view the business as being able to, get, to operate with fewer employees once you get back to 100% dining capacity? Because I imagine that's the goal. You want to get back to that full capacity, dine-in. Uh, what does that look like in terms of the employee staffing? Should there uh, be expected new hiring coming down the pipe? Absolutely, we're constantly hiring. We constantly have, um, you know, opportunities. Uh, it's it's it varies throughout the country in terms of how many people we're hiring. We have parts of the country that are fully staffed, but even fully staffed restaurants are still hiring because the nature of the industry is that folks typically will take the restaurant job at Chipotle, or a lot of them will take them as a as a part time job uh, when they go back to school or when their schedule changes at home. Um, they may decide to pull away from the business for a while. So um, we're constantly hiring. There are a few pockets throughout the country where it's a little more challenging and we're more aggressive. We'll put a lot more ads out there. Uh, we'll provide incentives and things like that. Mm -hmm. We already provide internal incentives to our folks. So anybody that refers an employee that comes into Chipotle, we will pay them a bonus for that. So we've got all kinds of things to make sure we're constantly bringing people into our business. Um, you know, we're gonna add over two, by the time the year is done, over 200 restaurants this year. Next year, while we don't have a specific number, it's gonna go up from there. So we're constantly looking for for great people. Hmm. And because 85, 90% of our managers come from crew, um, we wanna hire the best and we wanna teach them how to run a restaurant, how to lead people and how to run a business. I like the point about attrition within the business and the uh, opportunities here that you're talking about and bringing up people through the Chipotle uh, education, right? Learning how the business works. Seems like there's going to be a good bit of that when you're opening up new stores and looking for managers of those stores. 200 is a, is a big number. Here in Chicago, there's another fast, casual Mexican joint that just opened up. Their competition remains a steep, Jack, and innovative obviously part of that is you guys have been doing with the menu to stay ahead of the game what do the brisket numbers look like oh listen brisket's been fantastic uh, you know 
Brisket was a supply challenge from the beginning, um, with or without the pandemic. Our supply chain team has been actively procuring brisket really for uh, the last year and a half. The, the challenge with brisket, it's a, it's a small cut from the, you know, the overall animal. Um, and our protocols are very discerning such that there's only a limited amount of brisket that we can get. And so we knew this is gonna be an LTO, limited time only offer, but the customers have responded in such a big way. We're not even sure we'll get all the way through November. Um, we, we will have enough brisket to get us about to the end of November. We are hoping to get into December, uh, but that's just because customers, uh, when they try it, they love it. In fact, I have to tell you, um, I'm a barbacoa guy myself, but um, once brisket <laughs> went too. on the menu, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much committed to it's listen i love them both but because i know brisket even even for me i don't have any kind of secret stash somewhere uh i know brisket's going away at the end of november so i'm, I'm getting while i can all right i like that point well we're on the same page there i'm a barbacoa guy myself jack chipotle lanes let's talk about that before we let you go because super interesting as you continue to expand the way you get chipotle in store then the delivery on the pickup now the drive-through. I know you're not calling it that, and the Chipotle's name is great. What's the business perspective? Why do you want to do this? Yeah, and listen, the reason we call it Chipotle and not drive-through because there's no ordering in the restaurant. And so we really think this is the drive-through, the digital drive-through of the future. Performance has been fantastic. And it's really, it's the favorite channel for our customers because it's so convenient and it's very high value. You're not paying delivery fees. Uh, it's the highest margin transaction we have in the restaurants. Um, and, and it's very efficient because all of the orders through the Chipotle are made on that DML, that second make line. And so that's the line I mentioned before that is much more efficient and we can serve a lot more orders through that DML and then through the pickup window. The other great thing about it, however, is when you order and we agree on what the time is going to be, uh, you pull up and again, if you go back to my order, uh, my, my example before, if we tell you the order is gonna be ready at, at 1210, you can count on driving up at 1210, pulling up to the window, grab your food and off you go. Okay, exciting stuff. Uh, like to follow the innovation, and uh, thanks for helping us follow the numbers, Jack. Good to have you back on the show. Thanks, Otto. Thank you, Jack Hartung, is the Chief Financial Officer at Chipotle.